Episode 85 of the Wider Eye Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Honey. As always, of Elite Sports New York and Elite Sports Radio Network. It's that time of the week again. Wednesday. Best bets. Week four. Week four begins tomorrow, Thursday. The Bengals take on the Jaguars. What a matchup. <laughs> I'm sure that'll get the ratings. I mean, hey, I like Cincinnati. I like Burrow. I really do. I think Joe Burrow was overlooked coming into this year. Coming into this season because of the injury, I was part of the problem. I definitely overlooked him. But hey, he's their franchise quarterback moving forward as long as he can stay healthy. They look good. 2-1. They'll probably go 3-1 and one against Jacksonville, who's had a putrid start to the year, 0-3. Um, poor Trevor Lawrence. Poor Urban Meyer, too. I mean, Urban Meyer has worked with winning teams his entire life. Now, all of a sudden, he's 0-3 <laughs> as soon as he steps into the NFL. 0-3. Poor Trevor Lawrence running for his life. God, but I mean, hey, it's a matchup nonetheless. It's a it's a prime time national television matchup. I'll watch it because I watch all these games. I need to because I need to get information so I can make the best picks for you, the listener. As I've said many times before, I'm always looking out for the listener. That's why I sacrifice my time and entertainment to watch the Bengals Jaguars so I have more information for you, the listeners, and for you, the readers of my stuff on EliteSportsNY.com. But, anyway, starting with this Jacksonville-Cincinnati matchup on Thursday night, you gotta go, by the way, these lines courtesy of DraftKings Sportsbook, as of Wednesday morning, obviously, as always, lines are subject to change, whether it's the money line, spread, total, prop bets, player prop bets, we don't get into prop bets on the best bets episode, but you understand what I'm saying. Cincinnati minus seven, you gotta go Cincinnati minus seven, I mean, hey, this Cincinnati team was capable of beating Pittsburgh 24 to 10. A Pittsburgh team that beat Buffalo week one. I don't see how Cincinnati could have any problems defeating the Jaguars by more than a touchdown. I take Cincinnati minus seven, and I obviously take Cincinnati on the money line minus 335. And you got to take the under, just because I do not, the under is 46 and a half. I do not like this Jaguars offense. I think Trevor Lawrence is a bright future, but he runs for his life. I don't think they have a lot of weapons. I don't think they have a lot of talent on that side of the ball. And it shows. They're 0-3. So I don't like that offense. I think Cincinnati's defense could have a great game against them. And Cincinnati gave up t- um, only gave up 10 points against Pittsburgh. So I think Cincinnati's defense will have their way with the Jaguars' offense. I'm taking the under 46.5. Moving on, Sunday games, starting with Washington and Atlanta at 1 o'clock. I, I like Atlanta, plus 2. I do. I like Atlanta to win their second straight game. I think Washington's defense is not nearly as strong as it was last year. Uh, I think... Um, Teams are going to start to figure out Taylor Heineke on a consistent basis through two picks against Buffalo this past Sunday. I like Atlanta plus two, and I like Atlanta plus 105 on the money line. And stay with the under, because I don't like Atlanta's offense. I don't like Washington's offense. I think, as I said just now, Taylor Heineke's defenses are going to start to figure him out on a constant basis. I've taken the under 47. Houston-Buffalo. 
Houston is plus 16 and a half. That's a huge spread. Obviously, I know Houston is coming back down to earth as one of the worst teams in the league. But it's too big of a spread. I get nervous taking a favorite when it's like minus 16 and a half. And that's what Buffalo is this weekend. Take Houston plus 16 and a half. And uh, you got to take the over. Okay, 47. Buffalo can put up a ton of points. Ton of points. They put up 43 against Washington. Ton of points. Got to take the over. And Buffalo to win the game though. Okay, I'm not saying Houston's going to win this game. I think they'll cover 16 and a half. I don't think, I can't see Buffalo taking this game. But, uh, excuse me, I can't see Houston winning this game. I know the Buffalo money line is expensive. It's twelve fifty wager for $100 potential profit. But I feel a lot more comfortable saying Buffalo is going to win this game outright than I do saying Houston's going to win this out game outright. And I think everyone would agree with me on that. Buffalo money line, okay? Detroit, Chicago. Another great matchup. Ugh. 0-3 versus 1-2. But I'm taking the 0-3 team to cover plus 3. Detroit, plus 3. Listen, Detroit, 0-3, but hey, they only lost to San Francisco by 8. You know, they lost to Baltimore on a 66-yard record-breaking game-winning field goal from Justin Tucker. Baltimore just defeated Kansas City in Week 2. While Chicago lost by 20. To Cleveland, can't figure out the quarterback position. We don't know if Andy Dalton is the guy moving forward when he's healthy. We don't know if Justin Fields can stay, if he'll be able to stay healthy considering he's getting, you know, he's running for his life. We don't know if they're going to actually consider Nick Foles for the starting job. Got to take Detroit plus three and Detroit on the money line plus 125 and take the under. As I said with the quarterback problems in Chicago, I don't like their offense. Under 42, got to take the under in Detroit and Chicago. And Detroit doesn't have a great offense either. I don't trust Jared Goff. I don't trust any of the Chicago quarterbacks right now. Or definitely, I don't trust, I could trust Fields, but I don't trust the offensive line. Take the under 42. Carolina, Dallas. Now, Carolina doesn't have a big test this week. Dallas is a good team. Dallas is a top 10 team. Three straight strong performances for Dallas to begin the year. Lost by Tampa, lost to Tampa Bay by two, beat a talented Chargers team. And then had basically put together a statement win over Philly this past Monday, won 41 to 21. But I like Carolina here. I like their defense. Uh, I like what Sam Darnold can do with these weapons. I'm taking Carolina on the spread. Let me be clear. I think Dallas is going to win this game. Dallas minus 210 on the money line. I think Dallas is too talented for them to not win a game like this, but it'll be close. I say Dallas wins by three, so Carolina covers the plus four spread and take the under. Any game with a Carolina defense, which is looking to be the top defense in the league right now, take the under. Under 50 and a half. That's a huge under for this type of defense. Take the under 50 and a half. Indianapolis, Miami. Now, I don't know what these two teams are because I don't know with the quarterback situation for either. I'm not high on Tua. He's not playing right now. He's hurt. Uh, Carson Wentz can't stay healthy for Indianapolis. Indianapolis is looking to be one of 2021's biggest disappointments. They're 0-3. But you got to take Miami minus two. I don't like Indianapolis right now. I thought Miami with Jacoby Brissett, a quarterback, kept up with Vegas, needed over, you know, Vegas needed overtime uh, to defeat Miami and improve to 3-0 this past Sunday. I'm taking Miami minus two. I'm taking Miami minus 135 in the money line. And stay with the under because I don't trust either quarterback. I don't trust Carson Wentz when he's not healthy. I don't trust Jacoby Brissett uh, consistently under 42.5. Cleveland, Minnesota, I got no idea. Minnesota's a weird team. They started off 0-2. Then they're beating Seattle. Uh, Cleveland only beat Houston by 10. It's, it's, 
you know, I don't know if I trust Baker Mayfield on a consistent basis. I will say, though, take the over, 51.5. I mean, Cleveland's offense can score, and I tell you, Minnesota's offense can score, too. Kirk Cousins and that offense could absolutely score. I think in the first three games, they've notched over 30 points, or let me see. Uh, yeah, so Vi- no. Vikings scored 24 points week one against uh, Cincinnati. It's Cincinnati defense that gave up 10 against Pittsburgh. They scored 33 against the Cardinals. They scored 30 against Seattle. This Vikings team can score points. So can this Cleveland team. Take the over 51.5. That's all I'll say for that game. I'm not touching the spread or the money line. All I'm saying is for Cleveland, Minnesota, take the over 51.5. Giants, Saints. I'm not going to tell you to bet the Giants right now. I care about you too much. Okay? You got to take the Saints minus eight. First game back in the Superdome. Fans are going to be packed there. It's going to be loud. Got to take New Orleans minus eight. New Orleans is way way more talented than the Giants right now. Way better the team than the Giants right now. Um, take the minus eight. Uh, and take them. Take the Saints minus 365 on the money line. Saints are absolutely winning that game. There's no shot they're not. Giants are going to drop to 0-4 this Sunday. They are. I would take the under though. I don't trust the Giants' offense. I mean, who would? Right? Who's going to trust the Jason Garrett-led offense at this point? Under 43. The other New York team, the Jets and the Titans. And again, I'm not going to tell you to bet the Jets because I care about you too much. Simple as that. Titans, minus 8. Over the Jets. Absolutely. Minus 8. And the under. Okay? So Tennessee, minus 8. Tennessee, minus 350 on the money line. I'm telling you. Those are my locks for the week, by the way. Tennessee minus eight is a lock. Tennessee minus 350 is a lock. Those are absurd. Those are too low of of a spread and a money line. It should be Tennessee minus 13. It should be Tennessee minus 550. But instead of DraftKings, it's Tennessee minus eight, Tennessee minus 350. Those are locks. And under 45 is also a lock. This Jets offense can't score. Was shut out against uh, Denver. Scored six. They scored twenty points in three games. Twenty points in three games. What's that? Six point something points a game. Six point eight points a game. Whatever it is. Horrible. Under forty five is a lock too. Kansas City, Philadelphia. I know Kansas City's one and two. I know they lost two straight games, but hey, those two losses were to two good teams: Baltimore and the Chargers. This is a bounce back game for Kansas City. This is a get right game against a. Philadelphia team that did not look great on Monday night. I'm taking Kansas City minus seven and Kansas City on the money line minus three ten. I'm taking the over just because I like how can I like Kansas City's ability to score and I don't like their ability to play defense. I mean they play they they lost a thirty six to thirty five game two weeks ago against Baltimore. You got to take the over here over fifty four. I think Jalen Hurts and the Eagles will put up some points, but I think Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs win by over a touchdown. They put up a significant number of points against the Philly defense that just let up 41 to Dak Prescott and the Cowboys take the over uh, 54. Uh, this is a great game. Cardinals and the Rams. I'm bigger on the, I'm higher on the Cardinals than a lot of other people are. I think people are starting to realize how talented they might be considering they're 3-0 and Kyler Murray may be a MVP candidate. Uh, I got to take the Rams though, minus 210. I just think Sean McVay is too good of a coach. I trust Sean McVay more than I trust Cliff Kingsbury in this game. And I love Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray is on both of my fantasy teams, but I just trust Matthew Stafford to win this game more than I trust Kyler Murray. I think the Rams have a superb, uh, superbly talented um, roster. I'm taking the Rams minus 210. I will take Arizona plus four though. I think it's going to be close. I think 
the I think the Rams win like a 30 to 27 game. So that's why I'm also going to take the over 55. I like both offenses. So um yeah, I I like the over in this game, over 55. I like the Rams' ability to score points. I like the Cardinals' ability to score points. I think both quarterbacks are great. I think both offensive rosters are great as well. So we got to take the Rams minus 210. I don't see the Rams losing a game like this. It'll be close, but Rams minus 210, Arizona plus 4, over 55. Another NFC West matchup, man. All four NFC West teams play each other this week, which is awesome because that division is awesome. Best division in football. 100%. Hey, that division is good, and the AFC West is good with Vegas. I mean, Kansas City's in last place, and Kansas City's probably the best team overall in that division. Kansas City, Chargers with Herbert, uh, Raiders are 3-0, Broncos are 3-0, and that's a great division. But anyway, NFC West, Seattle, and San Francisco. Uh, I think Seattle, there's another. This is Seattle's loss two straight. I can't, send, I can't see a team led by Russell Wilson and that talented uh, Seattle team losing three straight. I got to take Seattle plus three and Seattle on the money line plus 130. And I got to take the over here because I don't like either team's um, defense. I thought San Francisco allowed Detroit to score 33 points week one. They allowed Aaron Rodgers and the Packers to score 30 points uh, just this past Sunday night. I mean, God, Aaron Rodgers needed 37 seconds at the end of the game to drive down the field for a game-winning field goal. I don't trust his Niners defense as much as I would other defense, say like Carolina's defense. Uh, Seattle's defense, I don't trust at all. Uh, I mean, who would at this point, right? Seattle's given up an absurd number. Seattle gave up 30 points to Minnesota and then 33 points the previous week to Tennessee. I don't trust either of these defenses. Consistently, I got to take the over 51.5. Denver is finally getting tested. Finally. Denver's 3-0. I understand. I like Bridgewater. I know I said he's not a legitimate starting quarterback in this league anymore when I previewed the Giants-Broncos game. But, I mean, he's impressed me. They're 3-0. What can you say? However, they've yet to be tested. Okay, they Giants week one, Jaguars week two, Jets week three. The NFL blessed them with an easy schedule to start the year. Now they're going to get tested. They got Baltimore in week four. And I think this is when... I don't want to say Denver falls back down to earth because I still think Denver could be a good team. I think they'll make it a dogfight. But I think Baltimore plus one on the spread. And I can't, you know, I'm taking Baltimore on the money line minus 105. I have to. Have to. If you're going to take Baltimore plus one, you have to take them on the money line. Baltimore plus one, Baltimore minus 105 on the money line. And I'm taking the over two. Over 44 and a half. I like the Ravens' chances of putting up points with Lamar Jackson. Uh, I think Teddy Bridgewater and his slate of receivers, although KJ Hamler is now done for the year, uh, you know, guys like Cortland Sutton, you know, I think they could put up points. So uh, I, I, yeah, I like, I like over 44 and a half. I think that's a low over under. Um, I think it's, it's not going to be that it's, it's not going to be like a nail biting finish to see if the over hits over 44 and a half. Uh, I would definitely go with, I would definitely tell you to put money down. On that. All right, Pittsburgh, Green Bay. I think Green Bay remains hot. Green Bay had the tough week one loss, brutal week one loss in New Orleans, what, 38 to 3. Had the get right game against Detroit week two, won that, and had the photo finish against San Francisco, the 51 yarder by Mason Crosby on uh, the last second against San Francisco Sunday night. I think Green Bay uh, rides this momentum, and I say they cover minus six and a half against Pittsburgh, and uh, they're my, they win outright. They're minus 280 on the money line at DraftKings Sportsbook. And I also like the under here. I don't like Pittsburgh's offense. I really don't. 
They should have drafted a quarterback first round. I mean, Roethlisberger's aging, obviously. We know this. They should have not have used their first round. They, I mean, what's Najee Harris really done? Rushed for 40 yards and 14 carries against Cincinnati on Sunday. 2.9 yards per carry. They should have used their first round pick on a quarterback and Ben Roethlisberger's successor, not in a running back who's getting 2.9 yards per carry. I don't like uh, Pittsburgh's offense at all. I don't like their ability to score points, really. Only scored 10 points against Cincinnati. I like the under here, under 46. The big ticket of the week. Big ticket of the year. Maybe the decade. Tampa Bay, New England. Tom Brady's return to Foxborough. Brady versus Belichick. Not Brady and Belichick. Brady versus Belichick for the first time ever. I'm taking New England plus seven. I am. I think Tampa Bay wins this game. They're minus 290 in the money line, so I'm going to tell you to take them to win outright on that 290 money line. But I have to take New England plus seven. I think Belichick is going to know how to game plan against Brady. I wouldn't doubt Belichick in this scenario. Um, I think it's going to be a close game. They're at home. Uh, The Patriots are. I think the Patriots are going to make it close. Uh, I think Belichick is going to find a way to limit what Brady can do and what these offensive weapons can do. I think Brady will find a way to win the game, but I I don't think Belichick's going to make it easy at all. Never doubt what Belichick can do. Take New England plus seven and and Tampa Bay minus 290. And I'm, I'm taking the under 49. Take the under 49. Absolutely. Because Belichick... Can probably is probably going to figure out a way to limit what Brady can do, which is going to limit the number of points the Bucks put up on the board. And on the other side of things, I don't like New England's offense. I really don't. Only crossed the plane once against uh, the Jets, I believe. I mean, they scored 25 points, but I don't. I don't love the consistency of their offense. I don't think Mac Jones is a star just yet. Who knows if he will be? I'm taking the under 49. And finally, what could be dubbed one of the games that we got a lot of great games. Just, I'm going to put that out there. We've got a lot of great games this week. Tampa Bay, New England, including one. Including, you know, is one of those great games. But I would say the game of the week, arguably, is Monday night. Raiders, Chargers. 3-0 Raiders versus the 2-1 Chargers, who were coming off a huge win over the Chiefs in Week 2. Probably, arguably, Justin Herbert's most important win at the professional level to date. I got to take the Raiders plus 3.5, though. I just I, I I I trust Derek Carr more right now. Derek Carr is playing phenomenal. This Raiders offense is scoring points. I think plus three and a half is too big of a. It, I I would have put this spread at like plus one and a half, plus one, plus three and a half. I gotta go with the Raiders here. Absolutely. However, I believe the Chargers win by a field goal. I believe it. You could say it's a thirty-three. Mm, no, because I'm going to take the under. I want to take. I'm taking the under 52. So I'm taking Vegas plus three and a half under 52, and Chargers minus 170 on the money line. I say this is a 23 to 20 game. I mean, the Chargers I, they could put up points. They put up 30 points against the Chiefs, but I mean, the first couple of games they didn't really. Only scored 20 against Washington week one. I believe they only scored 17 against Dallas in week two. So. I, I don't love this this Chargers team when it comes to putting up points on a consistent basis. I know they just put up 30, but the only the 20 points they put up against 
uh, Washington in week one. Washington's defense has not been strong either. He only put up 20 points in week one, and he only put up 17 points against a Dallas defense that's not supposed to be strong either. So I've taken the under here. I think the Raiders can score points, but I just don't see the Chargers really contributing to the total as much as they could. So I think, and I, I think, I think their defense is good. Their defense only allowed 20 points against the Chargers. Only allowed a Patrick Mahomes led offense to score 24 this past Sunday. So I like the Chargers defense. I'm not in love with their offense. That's why I'm taking the under 52. But I am taking them to win 23 to 20. So they get the money line. The Chargers do. They win outright. But the Raiders cover plus three and a half. And I think that's the game of the week. Arguably. Chargers Raiders. I really do. I think that's one of the games of the week. So, by the way, just to reiterate my locks for the week. Tennessee minus eight over the Jets. Tennessee minus 350 in the money line. And the under 45 in that Tennessee and Jets matchup. Those are my locks for the week. Those three. I'd probably go three for three. Because, you know, that's how great I am at this. Okay? That's how confident I am in what I am telling you, the listener. Okay? I'm always confident in what I'm saying. Even though I'm sometimes wrong. I'm, I, I'm, I think I'm going three for three in that Tennessee Jets game. I really do. I really do. But without further ado, thank you so much for tuning in to episode 85 of the Wider Eye Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Ryan Honey of Elite Sports New York and Elite Sports Radio Network. Follow me on Twitter at Ryan Honey ESNY. That's at Ryan Honey ESNY. Listen to him and subscribe to the Wider Eye Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Iart Radio, Stitcher. Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Tune in later this week where I'll preview the Giants and Saints Week 4 matchup, which is this Sunday at 1 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time in New Orleans on Fox. I'll be previewing that game this Friday on Episode 86, so tune into that. And um, once again, thanks so much for tuning in today, and I'll talk to you guys soon.